Okay, we are in <laughs> business, kids. Yes! Okay, welcome to Good Film Hunting. We're sisters who grew up in Chicago but now live in different parts of the country. Talk about movies that we watch as children. Um, so, welcome to our guest star today, Bobby. Hi, Bobby. Hi, thank you so much, girls. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I would love to. So I'm currently in the great state of California, in the beautiful city of Los Angeles, living with the stars. Um, I, I moved here for grad school at USC in film and media studies, and just graduated with Eleanor. Yay, the most exciting. And now I work in Los Angeles. Okay, and what film did you select for us to the watch? The film I selected for this podcast is the um, classic from the 90s starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen called It Takes Two. It takes two, baby. Me and you, baby. Okay, I'm not going to sing the rest of it. But, okay, so before we dive into that, we need to ask you, what's your favorite thing that's happened this past week? Or what? Just like in general, it could be like a song, a book, a TV show. Yes, okay, so my favorite thing that happened this past week is I was in an Uber after work with Eleanor, (laughs) (laughs) and I was in quite a feisty mood, and I think um, the Uber driver thought both Eleanor and I were insane because of (laughs) our rapport with one another, our sassy banter. It was way too sassy. It was way too sassy. We were actively mean, I think. We were actively mean. (laughs) I was in rare form. But the thing that I loved about this Uber ride is I discovered my love for the Flo Rida song, My House. And I've been listening to it I've been listening to it nonstop since um, I heard it in the Uber. I also like the way that you said my house is exactly like how you describe your mom saying words in a Minnesota accent. Oh, oh, like uh, you putting the wrong emphasis? Yeah. Okay, so my like, house. so she, instead of saying um, hash browns, she would say hash browns. And instead of saying Airbud, like Golden Retriever movie, she would say Airbud. Um, my house. <laughs> Okay, Annie, so we're getting a really awesome shot of, like, your ear and neckline. What has been your favorite thing this past week? Um, so, my favorite thing, I mean, there's been so many. I would have to say, I just, like, finished the new Harry Potter book. How David, was it? don't give me any spoilers, Annie. Can you tell me how you, how, what you thought of it? Okay, so, I'm not gonna lie to you, I really enjoyed it. I did not expect to enjoy it. Why not? I just found it really fun. I was just like, oh, this is so fun to watch. 
read. captivated my attention most this week would be the Ryan Lochte saga. Oh, it's so... And I think we need Hi, to support him. We need to support him? Yeah, I mean, he's clearly... No, he's a white, privileged, him. cisgendered... He's Cuban-American, please. Okay. Ryan Lochte, no, he is like 100% white. Annie, you can be white and Cuban. <laughs> he's a white Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is he clearly PTSD from something earlier in life, and this is its manifestation. I think you worked too closely with military <laughs> caregivers, so your first instinct is to jump to PTSD, PTSD or TBI. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Uh, Annie, I'm getting like a nauseous view of our childhood home right now. <laughs> a what? Like a nauseous view of our childhood home as you move throughout I, the I was, house. I'll stop now. Wait, oh, why yeah. do we need to support him though? I well, clearly he's struggling. With what? With life. I think if you have to lie that badly, like there's deeper issues. At okay. Work. You are truly compassionate. <laughs> I bleed empathy. One might say. Stop. <laughs> what? Excuse me. Stop, Eleanor. Stop. Okay. I think it's time for a log line. So can we have the poetic stylings of it takes? Oh, two? I have to do it on air. Yes. Okay. What else would we need it? So log line. In the era. In the Don't interrupt, Annie. Oh. Optimism. Only in the mid nineties. <laughs> Kirstie Alley. Before the breakdown. Yeah, say hi. <laughs> Annie, you are literally interrupting. <laughs> Uh, okay, I don't know. So the log line, how long does it have to be? Annie's log lines usually go five minutes. Oh, so okay, so it doesn't have to be like super pity. I'm terrible at log lines. So, optimism. What did I say? Optimism. Only in the early, only mid in the, only in the mid nineties. Kirstie Alley. Only, only after Cheers. <laughs> Yeah. Steve Gutenberger. Gutenberg. Gutenberg. I miss three men and a baby and a little lady. Yes. Mary Kate and Ashley. One is a chain smoker. <laughs> <laughs> One is a chain smoker. That's so true. It's Mary Kate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It takes the four of them. Mm. To make a family. To make a family, yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, Bobby, that's beautiful. That was deep. Okay, so Annie, Bobby was like a really good guest in that he came to me earlier this week and had like bullet points about It Takes Two that oh he wanted gosh. to address. Well, that, but also I want to I want to know kind of how Annie enjoyed it because you watched it again this morning, right? I did. See, I made my parents watch this after mass this morning, so you know it's been a great yeah, it really has. My gosh. Um, I watched this a couple of years ago with my little brother and sister, and they love it. We watched this double feature with The Parent Trap. 
And I think an important thing we should talk about maybe is the fact that this came before Lindsay Lohan's The Parent Trap. Very right. important. Which is very important because arguably that's a better movie. It's kind of ingrained in... Well, it's Nancy Myers. It's Nancy Myers. It's sort of ingrained in, in popular culture in a way that It Takes Two hasn't. Um, yet there are so many distinct qualities of It Takes Two that I think need to be celebrated. Right, and I think that they show up in the parent trap, too. You know, like the whole camp thing. Um, Absolutely. I know that's in the original parent trap, but I think that that is a connection between the two. Um, So I think that this is a highly underrated movie, okay? Like, truly. Having watched this again this morning, I was like, whoa, why don't I watch this movie all the time? It's weird. It's delightful. Um, But... So, I don't know, I, like, really enjoyed watching it. And not only that, it was fun to watch with my parents because originally when I said I was going to watch this, they were both like, okay, I mean, like, you do you, Anne, like, whatever. And then slowly I had it, like, on, and they were hearing the lines and what was going on, and my mom comes out to watch with me. She's like, my favorite part of this movie is when the little girl spits gum into Clarissa's, Clarissa's hair. And I was like, whoa, you really watched this movie a lot when we were younger. And then my dad was able to tell me everything that happened in the movie and then came out to finish it with me. So It's a great movie. It's a great yeah. movie. And it also, it's funny too, because so many movies that are made now, I feel like can only exist in the era in which they are made. And it's true. This one And this one, sense. in the same way that The Parent Trap is timeless. If right. my little brother and sister, born in 2007, fell in love with... It Takes Two from 1995, there's something truly transcendent about it. Agreed. And it's also, um, I mean, truly, I sent Eleanor these Snapchats. Truly, my father was laughing so hard he was crying. Like, he thought this movie was so funny. Because it, it is. is. It's really funny. Vincenzo is clearly Vincenzo! Wait, which one? It's the one that she wears to the engagement party. It's like blue, and it's like kind of like the one I'm wearing right now, but it's a different color and like fitted. Um, yeah, I still want it. Mm. It's a good dress. She also has that one with the shells. They're they like they're shell shaped. <laughs> like it's it's like a, a a creamy yellow, I think. Yes. And it's when she, it's before she cuts her hair, which brings me to another point. Do we think? in the first half of the movie that that is a wig? Or... The second we, half of the movie is a wig. Do you think the second half of the movie is because a wig? Because she was also on Friends around the same time because she played Ross's ex-wife. Oh, that's right. Okay. I hate Friends, but I know that. I hate Friends, too. I'm glad you know oh, that. Worst. She's like sort her. of... I don't know why she isn't celebrated in the same way Elaine Hendricks isn't. Um, mm. She plays Meredith Blake, if... Oh, you need a refresher right. from uh, the parent trap. Don't worry, we talked about the parent trap last week. Oh, good. So this is uh, yeah. Uh, this is gonna come like a continuation. Well. Um, yeah. So what I want to know, your dad was watching it. What did he find so funny? What were the parts, like what were the other parts that were so funny? Well, so he kind of he kind of strolled in. Um, As he does, he's a movie yeah. stroller. Amanda 
who's actually Alyssa, has been taken by the butt kisses, which is mm-hmm. also like the best name ever for characters in real life. It's I also know. a really scary scene. It's terrifying. Uh, yeah. Is it when they are on the bridge? They're they're in the forest and she's like waiting for Amanda or someone. Right. And, and then they like appear. And they and take her away. away. Yeah. Which doesn't seem I mean I don't I'm not really quite sure how they captured how foster her. Works, <laughs> but I work I assume it's not that. Also, I just wanna play stickball really badly every time. And I really yeah. want to go to Staten Island. Annie lived in Staten Island for a summer. Did I you did. think of the butt kisses every day? No. I would have. <laughs> you should go back and relive your 19th year. Yeah, all because of the butt kisses. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, um, so my dad thought that the part when she, um, you know, he just thinks the butt kisses are ridiculous. And then truly during the whole wedding scene, he was just like dying, particularly. And he kind of looked at me gave me this look, and I was like, Dad, don't get any ideas. I mean, I'm not getting married anytime soon, and I hopefully won't be like this woman. But when, so, like, right before the wedding, there's the scene where Clarissa is, like, in the back with her dad and bridesmaids. And her dad walks in and is like, I knew someone in this church would have a Prozac. And then she's, like, freaking out. She's like, oh, goodness, I needed this. And her dad's like, honey, you got to calm down. Like, this should be the happiest day of your life. And she's like, I am happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. Do I look happy? Yeah, because yeah. that's going to be you. No, it won't. Okay, that's really cute that you believe that. <laughs> won't be me. I'll never forget seeing the movie in the theater and the eruption of laughter and gasps when Mary-Kate or Ashley, I can't tell them apart, I know they're not identical, but um, one of them steps on the dress and she says, Wanna bet? And then it tears. Uh. So embarrassing. And then you see her underwear. And I just remember that being really funny. It was really funny. I don't know if it holds up as well <laughs> today. Um, but in terms of, like, screwball comedies, I mm. think I think it has some really great moments. There's also a lot of items of desire that this movie invokes, <laughs> one might say. First, the stick. Like, aspirational. The stick from the stickball, for sure. The New York yeah. Yankees hat. I would also argue the experience of a carriage ride. Yeah. In Manhattan. Yeah. Orphan. I'm sorry. Their like group foster home seems kind of fun. It's true, and they get to go to camp. But um, I think what I learned is like it's not one needs a family. Like <laughs> Kirstie Alley needs a family. Remember, there's that great yeah. scene. Um, that great scene where she is. It's a really tender scene, really. It's at night when they're roasting marshmallows by the campfire. Yeah, so cute. And, and she's, like, doing her hair. Yeah, yeah, she's, Beautiful. oh, it's so cute. And I think Amanda or Alyssa, I don't remember which one is which, um, talks to her about why it's okay to be in love. And she sort of scoffs at it, and turns out she needs love, too. Mm, beautiful. It's Beautiful. hard when you're overcommitted to your job and, like, protecting children who need care. Yeah. It's really difficult. It's true. But, no, I actually really appreciated that line, too, <coughs> because, um, like, it's Ashley. I know the Olsen twins, you know, like, very intimately, and that's Ashley. Oh, Alyssa okay. Amanda. Is she playing Amanda? Yeah. Disguised as Alyssa? Or... No, no, she's Alyssa disguised as Amanda. Okay, got it. Okay. So, um, and she's, like, Ellie's like, oh, like, what would he 
ever see in me. And she was like, don't sell yourself so short. Yeah, yeah. And then she was like, yeah, people like him only marry women with names like Candy and Cookie. And then she's like, no, her name was Kathy, and she wasn't a... <laughs> also, I like that it can only be a... C names, <laughs> yeah. too. Like, rich men can only be with women whose names begin with C. And she was a teacher. Her yeah. mom was a teacher, and I think well, that's interesting, cause too. Because he wasn't born into money, remember? He invested heavily in his cell phone. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Which have a role uh, in the movie, as we see. And still is pertinent today. Yeah. Like that that's a connection that could be maintained moving forward. Too, yes. Yes. Is that we realize like if you were an original investor in a cell phone, you wouldn't make that much damn. money. Damn. Yeah. He would be a catch. I mean, he still has a catch. He's super uh, cute. Except do you remember him in uh Zeus and Roxanne, the movie where he was I love that animals? movie. No, He's I hot in that movie too cuz he he has like the earring. Uh, I remember he, thinking he was really bad because he wore ha- he had, had an, an earring. earring. Well, no, I remember, um, I mean, three men and a baby and three men and a little lady. Okay. And I loved those. I loved him. I mean, also Peter Selleck, but, you know. Tom, Tom Selleck? Selleck? <laughs> Whatever. Are you a Republican? <laughs> what? Republicans love Tom Selleck. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was like a causation. Why is that a thing? Because he's Republican. Is he? Oh, very much so. Mm, I didn't know. People also really like that show he's on that's like Boston Cops, like taking down the world or something. Yeah, I don't know what show that is. Blue Bloods. Oh, okay. We kind of got there. (laughs) 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 Okay, no, yeah, I mean, this movie was a delight to watch this morning, and I'm really glad I did. It's so, it's so cute, it's so sweet. But, okay, can I, okay, this was actually like my first thought putting on this movie this morning. Number one, I haven't watched a VHS in too long. So it felt so good. Number two, my dad, who has this like beautiful new TV, was like, there's something wrong with the resolution. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. He knows it too well. HGTV. And he was like, oh, oh, I guess I am. <laughs> and then, additionally, watching a VHS, I had to watch the... The previews. I guess before. Was yeah. one quest for Camelot? No. Oh. Which ones were they? Were they that movie about like the monkey summer and the orangutans and the family's okay. going to lose their farm? Okay, Elder, you know what I love about you is you ask a question and then you try to answer it yourself <laughs> without me. <laughs> it's fine. I like my style. Okay. So, anyway. Um, no, it was all American and Ashley movies. Double Double Toil and Trouble. Yep. How the West was won. Uh, the best. Oh, How the West was, was fun. fun. It's yeah, also, so. that reminds me because Martin Mull is in that. Yeah. I rewatched Clue last night. Gosh, he's, he's so talented. He is talented. But he plays the villain in that movie, doesn't he? He's so villainous. And it's it's about fool's gold. They, they're looking for gold. and then It's they, also similar to, what is that movie? Gold Rush? The one with Anna Chomsky? And no, Christina Ricci. The Mountain. They go on the mountain. Gold diggers. Gold diggers. My apologies. Yeah. It was on HBO recently. I I know. I know. I know. It's so good. (laughs) Okay. You guys are silly. (laughs) (laughs) We're the silly ones, Annie. Does it make you want to watch To Grandmother's House We Go? Yes. Oh, with what's her name? Rhea Perlman. Rhea Perlman and Van Dyke. The brother of Van Dyke. Really? I didn't know. Yeah. And Bob Saget for a minute. (gasps) He's the best. He really is the best. Every time he has a show and he posts about it on Instagram, I really want to go. 
Yeah. And you need to find someone to go with me. Yeah, I'll go. Okay. Would you? Sure. Okay. You two are funny. So anyway, <laughs> uh, I mean, to back to the previews that I was talking about, <laughs> they then had, like, all of the Barracuda and Ashley, like, mysteries. Done. Done. Okay, Annie, we have but to pause for real. We have to pause for real. Because I don't think you've ever heard Bob use... No, you, you rolled your eyes at me, but you will... <laughs> <laughs> we need to have Bobby perform his rendition of the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> to the mystery movies. Okay. When I tell you I love Mary Kate Ashley, that doesn't encompass the obsession and the mental space that all of their content takes up in my mind. <laughs> Please go. For example, dun, 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 dun. Who stole the Great Hope Diamond? What killed the dinosaur? Who makes the finest pizza? Words in your brother's dresser drawers. Do 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 do. Mysteries of life, screaming to be solved. Here we stand in our trench coats, dying to get involved. We're super duper snoopers, first class private eyes. Figure outers, doer uppers, mistresses of disguise. We've got the know how, we've got the knack. Now all we need is a case to crack. We're two super duper snoopers. Give us a mystery. Dun, 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 dun. We need a mystery. Okay, that was incredible. You can also do all the instrumentals. <laughs> they were mainly just cues, <laughs> tonal checks. <laughs> Yes, yes, and there's the Calamity Jane um, whip crack away, whip crack away, and then secret love. Yeah, I, Annie, fun anecdote. So I think about that montage, that video <laughs> montage often, um, and I've looked on, because I, I, it's it's so ingrained into my memory, and I need to watch it, because I watched It Takes Two so often that I watch this, this preview all the time, and so I've been like, prowling the internet and YouTube to try to find that like spot and I can't. No. Yeah, so I may just have to buy a VHS copy of It Takes Two <laughs> if I ever want to watch it again. You know what, babe? Yeah, we can maybe make that happen. I mean, I definitely watched it this morning and I, I kind of had a visceral like, oh my gosh, I remember this. Like, I can sing these songs, not because I've seen these movies. No, but you've seen the montage. Or, yeah. Yeah, me too. No, it was part of the experience. It was certainly part of it. One of the things I want to talk about is Andy Tennant, who directed this film, a very underrated director who is also responsible for Ever After. Oh, the best. Which is the best. Ever um, After. With Drew Barrymore. You know it, Annie. I said it's great. Oh. <laughs> um, Sweet Home Alabama. Great haircut. I got one of the best haircuts in my life when I brought in a picture of Reese Witherspoon <laughs> from that. It was freshman year of high school. Yeah. But this guy, he knows romantic comedies. Yeah, he's good at them. I believe that Steve and Kirstie Alley, like, 
They have life. they have good chemistry. They really do. Especially when they jump in the lake. I think Kirstie Alley is so delightful. I really do. She's delightful in this movie. Are you not a fan of that actress? Is that what you're saying? Of what? Her reality show, remember? She had one called Fat Actress. I'm pretty sure that was the title. It was like something weird. On Bravo. Aaron probably loved, loved probably, it. Watched probably. That. You know, I have never seen an episode of that. I've never even heard of it. You're missing out. Do they uh, really have a yeah. cricket bat <laughs> background? Oh. <laughs> India! Who's India? Okay. She just said the word India. Oh, India. Because we got the cricket bat in India. Oh, oh, I got it. Okay. Um, Your flowing locks are so gorgeous, Annie. Okay, shut it. I'm trying to get you guys the best audio. Oh, you almost got a boot shot. <laughs> Remember when your students are going to be wa- listening to this? Oh, and we, how we don't know how to edit? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't edit this? No, it's all unfiltered. Oh, I see. <laughs> No, we can hire you for free. (laughs) (laughs) Again, if you're a high school student listening to this, please contact us. (laughs) How do they contact you? Oh, that's at the end. Don't worry. We have an Instagram, Twitter, email, and Facebook. We're like... Oh, I follow follow you. I do. I really do. (laughs) Okay. um, Did you have more points that you wanted to bring up? I just wonder, like, could a movie like It Takes Two... um, be made, be today. made today. No, absolutely. Identical strangers. Well, also in part because there's really bad live action family films. Coming yes. as someone who yes. watched Nine Lives last week. <laughs> <laughs> I love this like one shot. Don't but I think it takes two. It, it represents a lost genre, really. Don't you think? Yeah. Are you screenshotting this? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the last like PG or G rated romantic comedy for families. Mm-hmm. Can you think of one? Even Nancy Myers doesn't do that anymore. No. One that was enjoyable? I can't remember. I mean okay, gone are the days of Nora Ephron, sadly. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> we have another moment of silence. We've been doing a lot of them. What? We can't hear you again. Paddington. Paddington was the tits, it's true. No, and it... <laughs> I'm fine with that phrase. I learned it from middle schooler. She oh, teaches okay. middle schooler. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, oh, wait, no. We don't have yeah, Paddington, but that was an import. Like, when was the last truly... And isn't It Takes Two among the most American movies ever? I mean, capitalism. Um, uh, it looks at the socioeconomic division in urban spaces. Um... You know, I think uh, even brings up issues of childcare in our country. Um, so yeah, all the good things, all of them. What else? Yeah, I don't. I just I don't. I don't know. Okay, and you guys like live in you know L.A., so maybe you have a better grasp on it. children's movie and or family movie that's released now is just so dumb and they're playing down to and like making America great again oh (laughs) they are assuming 
everyone and thus making it worse. And it upsets me. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with you. Like, what were the good children's movies that came out this summer? Like, Finding Dory, I mean, Eleanor and I already talked about it. Ugh, the worst. On this podcast. No. It wasn't very good. It, it wasn't. It was fine. No, it wasn't fine. Well, I, I thought... I thought Kubo and the Two Strings was a oh, masterpiece. Oh, yeah, we saw Kubo and the Two Strings on oh, Friday. Okay. It was beautiful, but it's also, it's, it's not, dark. It's, it's very dark. Funny. It's, I would argue, not for children either. I mean, maybe, like, very, I would say children that do well with, like, Miyazaki movies, maybe. Um, but. What are you typing? Nothing. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Family movies, I think it's, I think they've lost their focus. I agree, and yeah, it kind of upsets me because I feel like there were so many good family movies when we were younger, and I think that Disney's trying to like fill that void like with their live action movies. Which I don't, I don't hate it. I don't think it's very creative, but I don't hate what they're doing. I don't hate that they're doing it either, and it makes me very nostalgic for my own past, which is good for them, you know, because they're getting the young crowd and our age. And they're very earnest efforts. That's what I also appreciate. Right. But, okay, I am excited for Moana. Moana. It's going to be the best, obviously. I think it's going to be good. Um, But anyway, I mean, like, I'm excited for that. But other than that, I mean, Eleanor, you saw that terrible movie with Kevin Spacey. Like... Nine Lives. Nine Lives. We were just talking about it. That cannot have been good. I don't think it was. Eleanor? I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, I had a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> but where are the It Takes Two and the parent traps that have strong, young female characters kind of rocking and running the show? Yeah, no, it's true. It's not good. Mm, it's like, true. Both of these young women determine the lives of adults. I mean, maybe that's giving them too much power, but it's real. I also like that the young women... It doesn't necessarily pass the Bechdel test necessarily, but it's not... It probably does. It might, it might. But but both the parent trap and it takes two, the young women, it's not about them exploring their romance, but rather looking to the important adults in their life and trying to figure out how to make them happy. Right. And that's, that's the objective in the movie. Right. And can so guys- in terms of the message, I don't think you can have a better message in a family movie, really. Sure. For sure. I agree. Um, but question. Yes. Can you guys explain the Bechdel test for those people who don't know what it is? Of which there are lots. So the Bechdel test was made by Alison Bechdel, who is a memoirist, technically, right? Yep. Yeah. And then it's like, does the film have more than two women in starring roles? Do the women talk to each other? Do they talk to each other about something more than a man? Yep. And it's an important thing. Yeah, it's really important. Does it count if they're children? It should. Okay, so Mary-Kate and Ashley, Alice, uh, Alyssa, and Amanda, Amanda um, they talk to each other about Lots of things, about like family and hopes and dreams, like the really important things in life. But they talk about their dad, though. That's the problem. But they also but, talk about like, baseball and things. Well, also you could say Kirstie Alley and... Um, yeah, they have a lot either Mary Kate or Ashley. If if they if, deep if there's a, a starring role between the two of them, um, they talk about things other than men. 
for sure. Family, identity, belonging. All the important things. Um, Thanks. But Annie, based on the time constraints of our podcast, should we move into our final segment? We should. Okay, so Bobby, if you could go anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Ooh, I would go to Florence, Italy. Why? Because I've never been to Italy and I really want to go. Maggie's Instagram pictures are making you jealous? Probably that. And I watched um, La Dolce Vita and The Great Beauty recently. Of course you did. Of course. That's a nice pairing too. Um, (laughs) So I would definitely go to Florence, Italy. And I'm I'm in the mood for like a beautiful landscape. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll one up you. I go to Japan because I just saw Kubo and the Two Strings. Whoa! Either that, or I'd go to Oregon because that's where Travis Knight is from, and he's the director. Thank you, Nike Money. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. How about you, Annie? Oh goodness, I had a really good answer. I thought about this earlier this week, and I had a really good answer. Now I feel like I have less of a good one. Um, <gasps> that doesn't make any sense. I know, I know it doesn't, but so my really good friend Emily just moved to San Jose, and um, I love I, San Jose. Yeah, we're gonna go in November. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna go in November too. I was referring to yeah. Me. I don't <laughs> think she's. I don't think I'm included. You can be included. Bobby, come with. You'll I, love Emily. I would love it. Yeah, it's like it's a pre-birthday That's treat. Which friend moved there? Her co-teacher. Oh, okay. She just she just got married and then she moved to San Jose. And so I would like love to just be there with her. She like has a new life. Like I, I think I'm also like craving adventure. So it's kind of exciting to hear somebody else completely up and moving across the United States and um so yeah, that. Okay. Awesome. That's I a good answer. It. Okay. So that will end this time. In part because I'm really hungry and I've got to go. Wait, I'm- I already said Japan. Do not listen to me. <laughs> okay. So you can find us on Instagram at GF Hunting, right? And then yeah. Facebook, facebook.com slash goodfilmhuntingpodcast. And I think a Gmail is goodfilmhuntingpodcast, right? Or is it just goodfilmhunting at gmail.com? Yeah. We should, like, clarify this for the future. We should. All right. Well, our Instagram is goodfilmhunting. It's the easiest. So. Right. And that links to their Facebook. It all works out. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for letting me join you today. Love you so much. Love you too. (laughs) Bye.